0: Hey, hey everybody! Welcome to the Newsbeat with the Dishing Dietitians, brought to you by Crossing Healthcare. I hope your day has been good. Today we will be talking about eating more vegetables and focusing on bettering your diet during high school and especially college. Of course, anyone can listen and learn from this episode. High school and college people are just forgotten about when it comes to older adults in the medicine and health field talking about what you can do to improve your health. I know you see maybe your parents or friends' parents or teachers even deal with medical problems, and you may be thinking, I wonder if there's a way to reduce my risk and my chances of having medical problems. Because that is when it seems like you are actually viewed in healthcare again right like when you're a kid and then when you're 30 and then now have a bunch of health issues but crossing healthcare care wants to help you reduce your risk of the preventable or you know pushbackable <laughs> medical problems so let's talk about it let's talk about what you can do to help that prevention let's start with something delicious vegetables I promise they are better than what a lot of people complain about. You just have to cook them the right way. You need to season them if you want a little different flavor, but a lot of people overcook vegetables and it really doesn't need to be that way. I know when being busy with friends, social activities, and actual classes, and homework, and maybe even a part-time job. Eating healthy and incorporating fruits, vegetables, and whole grains is the last thing on your mind. But let us celebrate the great potential and ease of adding vegetables to your eating pattern. I know when I was an undergrad, and even now in my master's, and even as a food and nutrition student, it was a chore to get a more rounded diet. Honestly, we would be in the foods lab, eating recipes that went wrong, like off-tasting mashed potatoes and pizzas and burnt toffee. That's healthy, right? We knew we were wrong, because we had the classes in education to know that. The pizzas did have vegetables, like zucchini added to the crust, though. So we had that going for us. With that being said, to be honest... In recent years, cooking and nutrition classes have been taken out of high school education. So, when you're sent off to college, unless your parents took the time to really educate you, or you were persistent and educated yourself through cooking videos and good online sources for nutrition information, like eatright.org, which is the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics website, or perhaps you have gone and met with a registered dietitian like at Crossing Healthcare, or some colleges offer this service for a very low price as well, depending on their student health services. You know, we're kind of pushed under the bus, like Caddy did to Regina and Mean Girls, except we didn't end up in a back brace. We struggled to make well-balanced meals and snacks because we were never educated on it. But, Don't let the lack of classes in the education system stop you. There are so many cooking instructional videos and blogs out there, with as much or as little detail as you'd like, as well as nutrition resources like eatright.org, as well as the National Institute of Health's basic nutrition page. Both of these will be linked in the blog post that goes with this episode. Some of the information is kind of made to be quote-unquote kid-friendly, but this is actually a good thing, because then you get that fast takeaway message. And of course, you can look up or ask a dietitian about the who, what, where, when, and why's about these quick facts, but this information is a great place to start. While you're listening to this podcast, let's give you a kickstart. Y'all, I gotta say, there are a million and one ways to add vegetables. But the biggest motivator for me is that we need the nutrients in vegetables. We also need to eat a wide variety of them to get all those nutrients and get more of those nutrients. You may have heard that eat the rainbow quote before. Dealing with vegetables, not Skittles. But it really should only be the vegetable slogan. The different colors are actually these things called phytochemicals. Phyto is just a fancy word for plant. So it's just a little special extra nugget of goodness that you can only get from plants. Obviously, the ones that fill up our produce section at the grocery store. These phytochemicals our bodies work against cancer, help decrease risk of our heart and digestive system going bad. Along with these powerful phytochemicals, vegetables are packed with vitamins and minerals that we need for our body to function, from building new muscle to our nerves properly responding. Vitamins and minerals are also called micronutrients, and there's nothing micro or teeny about the importance of vegetables. Vegetables also have fiber. Fiber is important for many reasons. And there are a lot of in-depth reasons. If you would like a full episode on fiber, email us to let us know. The email will be at the end of the podcast and is in the podcast description. But also, fiber is to be blunt, helps us have bowel movements. It gives the other waste our body makes something to actually be pushed out with. When increasing fiber, remember to drink more water and to go slow. Uh, Your body needs time to get used to more fiber. Also, just quickly a note. You may have heard things before like starchy vegetables and non-starchy vegetables. Or you may hear something like, 10 vegetables you should never eat. You may be wondering, what's going on with all this? Should I be avoiding a certain vegetable? The answer to that is a hard no. All vegetables are your friend. Starchy vegetables are like corn, potatoes, sweet potatoes, and peas. And a good way to tell if it's a starchy vegetable is if you boil it, does it leave kind of that starchy residue in the pot? Then it's a starchy veg. A non-starchy vegetable is everything else. Salad greens, broccoli, mushrooms, onion, peppers, and celery. Green beans, beets, cabbage, cauliflower, zucchini, cucumbers. The list could go on for a while. But both are good for you. Non-starchy veg tend to be lower in calories and can be eaten in higher volumes to feel full due to those lower calories. They're still packed with the benefits that we get from vegetables, though. Both are good for you, but non-starchy veg are lower in calories and can be eaten in higher volumes than to feel full since they are lower in calories, but both types of vegetable are packed with the nutrients that we love to get from vegetables so if anyone ever tries to tell you that you shouldn't be eating a certain vegetable unless you're allergic they are wrong so enough about the science behind vegetables let's talk about actually getting them in the diet i could sit here and say hey, try to make a smoothie with kale in it. Or just repeat over and over and over until you're in a trance like, just add more vegetables. And the smoothie idea is a good idea if you like smoothies. But if you're in class or you're just too busy, and maybe you're not able to go to the grocery store too often, or you're not the one choosing groceries at home. It's difficult to say, have a spinach salad with a freshly made vinaigrette every night. Mmm, no. Go get some frozen and canned green beans. Well, let's use those. Use frozen and canned vegetables. They still have those same nutrients that we talked about earlier, and they're so much easier to use. But after a bit, you might be really bored of those plain canned or frozen vegetables or fresh vegetables if you have the access and prep time. And though I know some people may have the dedication to continue to eat the same all the time, but that can be an easy way to let vegetables slip out of your diet again. They become boring. doesn't matter how good they are for you. If you're tired of eating them, then you're not going to eat them in plentiful and often amounts. So let's go over some way to jazz up vegetables. Roasting vegetables is a great way to make them taste good. But you might be thinking, you just told us to buy frozen and canned vegetables. I thought you could only make roasted vegetables from fresh. You can have delicious roasted vegetables from frozen vegetables. And it's super easy. The recipe's on our blogspot, and you can find this website by going to dishingdietitians.blogspot.com. It takes a little time to prep, but not much. All it takes is getting the bag of frozen vegetables out of the freezer, opening them up, dumping them on a baking tray, then putting them in a not yet preheated oven having that tray with the veggies on it in the oven while it's preheating so the vegetables can get to that perfect pre-roasting temperature and then once it's preheated you leave them in for 20 minutes and that's it. recipe on the website also has a couple sauces to go along with it. it. Gives you the chance to mix it up a little if just a little pinch of salt and pepper is starting to get boring for you. With that being said, sauces are a great way to mix up vegetables. If your dish is sauce based like a curry or a pasta like with marinara, alfredo, or even macaroni and cheese, add some of these plain roasted vegetables to it or even steamed vegetables to it. An easy way to steam frozen vegetables is to just add them into a microwavable dish with just a splash of water in there. Heat it up about five minutes or until all the veggies are soft and warm. Done. If you're heating up pasta sauce in a pan, throw in the frozen vegetable while it's heating up. My favorite thing to do is throw in just one of those like black packages of frozen spinach into a jar of pasta sauce while that's heating up in a saucepan so good. I like double my vegetable intake because I have all this frozen spinach now in my pasta sauce and then I might even have some veg on the side and it's delicious. And not just that, I'm saving a bowl as well cuz I don't have to either find another pan to heat up the frozen spinach. Or find a bowl that's big enough to fit in the microwave with that, like, awkward block size of frozen spinach. It's just heated up in the pasta sauce. No problem. Easy peasy. We can also do, you know, sauces on side vegetables, not just incorporating it into our main dish. But you need to make sure you aren't going crazy and pouring, like, a pound of queso on three pieces of broccoli. I think a good rule is... You still need to see the vegetable. When thinking about a sauce, thinking about just a small amount of butter and then some pepper and herbs. Or even just a squeeze of lemon juice. It doesn't have to be fresh lemon juice. It can be the bottled kind. And some Italian seasoning. Really good mix and combo right there. Think of the things you can use for a while, like spices. Spices. Literally, variety of spices is the spice of life. And they're extremely shelf-stable, so you can have them for a while. Add them to vegetables, and it really helps you get used to them in your diet, because it can be like a familiar taste to you. Adding those spices that you like to them, like garlic powder mixing onion powder in there, or chili powder, it's a great way to increase your vegetable intake. And eventually, you'll be chill with just some plain broccoli and carrots. But until that day, use your sources. Or your sauces. Similar to sauces is dips. You know, and there are some really easy dip recipes out there with just plain greek yogurt and then a spice mix my favorite is just like a cup of plain greek yogurt and a couple tablespoons of like dry ranch seasoning also if buying fresh prep it as soon as you go home do not let them sit in what i call the drawer of despair you know You throw them in that drawer, and three weeks go by, and then you open it up and you go, why is there vegetable goo in my drawer? And then you have to toss them, and you just wasted money. No one wants to waste money. So prep them as soon as you get home. Have a plan for them. Cut them up if you're planning on using them as just uh, with the dips or anything like that. It takes a couple minutes for each veg and you'll use them throughout the week more easily which will save you money and also you'll be ready then with a snack or ready to cook a meal as soon as you get home because half of it's already prepped with those veggies prepped. Beyond these starting recommendations for when you're cooking at home, let's go over some tips for when you're ordering to go or getting food at a restaurant. If your meal comes with sides of your choice, make at least one of them a non-starchy vegetable. The other one can be your corn or potatoes, but one of them should be like a side salad or broccoli or cooked greens. But again, if you have two sides, make one side salad, other one baked potato. If you were at like a Build your own restaurant like those sandwiches and pizzas and burritos. Make sure you are adding vegetables wherever you can. Like at a sandwich place, load up on the lettuce, cucumbers, or pickles, banana peppers, whatever you want. Going to a pizza place, add some veggies. I really love green pepper and onion. And just a little bit of black olives on pizza. Super tasty. Super good. If you're not used to the texture of vegetables on pizza, green pepper and onion is a great place to start. For burritos or bowls or wherever you're going, add grilled veggies. Add in the vegetable toppings at the end. There's salsas and lettuce. And some places even have cold-cut peppers as well. You can add those on. That's an excellent option. And you can add those grilled vegetables even if you're getting the meat option. There is nowhere saying you can't. Now, I know this can be a lot of information. And I know sometimes it's a little daunting to realize you're going to start a lifestyle change. But I believe in you. You can better your diet. You can begin to increase your vegetable consumption. None of us are perfect. There are going to be days when you forget or you didn't prep your veg when you got it home the day before and that night was just too busy, but follow up with yourself the next day. You can do this. But... You know, these lack of perfections doesn't mean you don't try and aim for a goal of bettering yourself. These are steps that will improve your health in the long run. And they're overall simple steps too. But it does take a bit of a change to your mindset. You know, instead of saying, I can't order anything healthy here, take a second look at the menu be able to fit an extra vegetable in there you deserve to take care of yourself all right everybody that is it for this episode if you have any questions about or for the podcast please email newsbeatdishingdietitians at gmail.com this is spelled out in the description of the podcast We also have a website with recipes from the podcast. You can find us at dishingdietitians.blogspot.com. I hope you have a wonderful and healthy rest of your day and stay upbeat.